Welcome to Lean Six Leadership. That's the lean with the number six leadership.com, where I discuss the ins and outs of quality engineering, management, program, project management, and how to apply it to your life. I'm a certified Six Sigma Master Black Belt and a recovering project management professional. I have been in manufacturing in one sort or another for the last 20 plus years. This episode, we're going to talk statistics. I mean, I'm not going to try to talk about regression, and I'm not going to talk about all the, the actual numbering and statistical process control specifically. I'm going to do those on videos because you need to see the numbers where that's talking about. This is purely audio format, so there's no way in heck I'm going through all that stuff. And even if it did, I'd be going through specific concept very deliberately. We're going to talk about statistics overall because there's something that's left behind when people start looking at like statistical process control, Pareto, um, and any of these other ways of doing it. There's there's some there's problems here. Now the the first thing we need to talk about is is it really needed in your process so is it appropriate to the process if you have a requirement to a 100% inspection you don't need a whole lot of statistics like statistical process control throw it right out the window if you're doing that just to meet some kind of requirement you need to talk to your customer and get that off because you're wasting money and you're wasting time. So if your process requires 100% inspection, then you know there's you know you collect data and and whatnot, but how you analyze it really changes. Like now, if you're doing something that that's destructive. If you're doing something that requires, like if you're doing destructive, some if you had to do some kind of destructive testing, it's a sample test, and yes, that's where statistics come into play. I mean, you got to make sure you're using the right kind of statistics. But the first, like I said, is it appropriate to the process? And that's driven by the type of inspection. I've already said it a couple of times. If you're doing a destructive type test. If you're doing if you're doing any kind of thing where you're doing sample, yeah, statistics is where you're at. That's where you need to be. If you can get away with it and do it, um, then yes, basic the more advanced statistics where you're doing predictive stuff with it and modeling works. Now, it's all about what data is available when you're when you're uh, dealing with that. So when you've got an inspection, you've got a process running, and the information that you're collecting off of that process, that's gonna drive the kind of statistics you're going to use. If you're doing something sample-based, then statistical process control items can be used. You can have your run chart with, uh, with your means and, and all that stuff, and you can get your sigma and going, all that going. That's fine, it works great. But if you've got a hundred percent inspection, it's going out the door. You know, first pass yield is more than enough. So you see what I'm 
I hope you understand where I'm getting at here. It's all very dependent on how you do it. You can't just say, well, we're going to do statistical process of control. That's the fallacy out there. Oh, we're going to save money by doing statistical process control. No, you're not. Because now you've got to get somebody who can actually understand this stuff. I get it. I understand it. I use it all the dang time. Um, I'm usually explaining it to people who are supposed to know how to use this stuff. I'm not a statistician. There are people out there that are specialists in, st in statistics only. And... And, you know, they can they go into deeper stuff than I'll ever try. I understand the concepts. I can speak the language. But, you know, it it's, like I said, it's, it's very important to understand. It has to be appropriate to the process. It has to be, depending on the type of inspection that you're doing, if you're doing, if it's an inspection issue in the, to begin with, and, of course, the data available between analyzed. Because everything is statistics. And everything can be managed and messed with. But the key is to understand where you're going with it. And, 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 and understand, is it really needed for what I'm doing here? Does it apply to, the, to, to what I'm trying to get done here? So you really need to look at everything from from start to finish and 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 say is this the right thing to do is this what i need to do that is that is usually the hardest part in all of this they hear people hear well we saved you know at westinghouse saved money doing in general electric saved money and 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 the government wants us to do some kind of you got to make sure your customer understands what the hell they're asking for. Not only that, this is this is the this is where the controversy comes into play. Um, I've, I've had customers that would sit there and say, "You have to do statistical process control." Okay, where do you want us to do it at? You're the experts. Figure it out. Oh. Now, I'm a continual improvement guy, continuous improvement guy. Lean Six Sigma, all that stuff. Okay. But even Toyota, you know, the guys at Toyota in the 1950s when they came up with the whole lean concepts, I mean, you could go through a whole history primer on lean. I mean, Ford can do. I mean, that's where it really started. I mean, you can go all the way back to Adam Smith, but I'm not going to bore you with all of those details. But the thing here is that if the customer doesn't need it, they're asking for it, but they don't need it, you need to manage those expectations and, 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 and educate your customer. Bottom line. Because you're going to start spending money on stuff that you really don't want to go down the road for. And by the time you're getting out of it, you're looking at all kinds of trouble. There are things that you just don't need to do. 
we've been manufacturing this for 30 years. Yeah, that gets a really bad reaction out of me. Hearing that. We've been doing this for 30 years. Uh, that's a that's a wrong thing to say to me. However, there is an argument to that. That actually makes sense. Yeah, they've been making it like that for 30 years. Why are we doing these extra tests? They didn't need them before. Why do we need them now? Uh, it'll save money. How? Nothing wrong with asking that. How? How? So a lot of people don't like that question to be asked. Now let's talk about implementation of this. First thing I always like to talk about. Now, in, in, in order I have here, frequency review, KPIs, and display of outputs. Now, the reason why I talk about frequency of review first, this is that's part of your sustainment. I'm looking at it from sustainment first, where implementation is. Where is that? When I've determined the appropriateness of the process, the inspection type, the data available, well, I'm going to have a frequency of how often am I looking at the data? I'm going to have a deadline, and I'm going to have a report out. Period. The end. The reason for that is you can have everything else in there, but if there's not a review going on that's feeding decision makers, you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing. You're wasting money. You're wasting time. You need to have somebody reviewing it that's a decision maker and they've got to have a schedule to do that and hold them to it because the minute the minute they stop looking at it your customers not looking at it you see if your customers not looking at it people are going to start asking questions why are you doing it why are you wasting money on this? See, that's why it's got to be appropriate to the process, appropriate to the inspection type, and make sure the data is appropriate for what you're trying to do. And, and you have to have that frequency of review. Now, key process indicators, KPIs. This is the data that you're looking at. This has got to be actually something that's actually impacting the process that actually matters because if you're trying to review something and it doesn't matter what's the point why are you looking at the data why are you looking at this stuff seriously why if it doesn't have an impact, why are you bothering? You don't have time for this. There are other things you have to do. There's other things you have to process. There's other things you have to discover and, and work out. Now, 
how do you determine those key process indicators? Well, you talk to the people that are in the process. You talk to your customer. You talk to the supplier of the process. You talk to the customer of the process. What matters to them? What is important to them? Why do they care? What makes them want this done a certain way? So what are the measurements that have to be done? What are the numbers that have to you know, What's the quantities that have to be there? You know, what is you know, what are the numbers? If you understand what what has to be measured, people will sit there and say, it didn't happen if I can't measure it. It didn't happen if I didn't write it down. It didn't happen if it wasn't recorded. Oh, it happened. I didn't need to record it. I didn't need to write it down. Why am I wasting my time on it? Now, if there's something coming out of it that I can sink my teeth into that I'm reviewing on a regular basis and actually matters the numbers actually have an impact great that's what I want but if they don't they're not a key process indicator now display of outputs well we don't need to show that to the production floor yeah you do you display it where everybody impacted by it can see it. Everybody has to be held to account. Everybody has to be held responsible. Everybody has to be notified. It's that simple. If everyone knows what's going on, when stuff starts going wrong, or when stuff starts going sideways, and everybody who knows what's going on, somebody might have a solution that you never thought of. I'm, I'm there to solve the problem, but I'm not working on the process. I'm, I'm sitting here pulling the numbers out, doing the analysis, making sure that all this other stuff is getting there, making sure that the tools are there to fix the problem. And Oh, I come up with solutions. I come up with solutions in, in, in that scare people sometimes. Because I'll have the solution already in play or starting in play. And they'll be like, oh, no, that's not going wrong. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Here's my numbers. Here's my KPIs that pr pr produce it. And then I can show them. And then if I have a display that shows them the numbers that matter, that actually impact them, that they understand... Sometimes you got to teach them what those are. Next thing you know, the solutions happen on their own. They come up naturally. Because they want to protect their own, they want to protect their jobs. They want to make this stuff happen. They want to produce a product that the customer wants, that the customer is going to pay for. Now, Overall sustainment. Based on your KPIs, based on the appropriateness to the process, the detection type data available, frequency of review, we establish our goals. This is basic. Goals are basic. You cannot, you can't, um, now you can't have special you don't need special classes on goals it's something that's achievable 
and you make sure it's measurable that bottom line if you don't have something that you can measure you just don't mess with it and you you, know, you have that frequency review where people have like once a month once a quarter once a year I mean ISO 9000 says there will be a management review meeting of all the elements if within ISO 9000 once a year that means it's audited it's reported out and senior management <clears throat> has had a meeting about it where they talked about it and they have action items to deal with issues and in that you're setting your goals it's not oh okay I've been informed and then move on no 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 it's we do have issues you will always have issues is it something we need to deal with right this minute yes or no if yes you start establishing goals and teams and start working on it if no okay then we can deal with it at when you make sure there's a time frame for what not who sees the report well it depends remember there's a display of outputs everybody sees it now you don't have to show them absolutely everything about it I mean there might be some things that you want to keep keep to just senior management for whatever reason senior management wants it I mean they're they're the ones with the big picture they're the ones talking the most with the customer that kind of thing kind of uh, natural to do that okay fine but everybody else needs to see the rest of it now when do you do changes when the process says you change it see everybody goes oh, oh we need a six sigma uh, green belt project we need a black we need a six sigma project we, need, we, we do a lean uh, implementation here do we do we See, with statistics, you can do a whole lot. But there's a caution here. You need to review the process. You need to see what's actually going on here. Now, if you've got a customer complaint, yeah, that's that's a project. That's work. you got to do that. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But if you're looking to improve something, you need to go through these steps here. You need to go through this and, and, and evaluate your process you need you need to make sure that statistics matter and that the statistics you have actually mean something because you can have statistics you can be collecting data and all of a sudden go oh I've got a problem here I got a problem here when in reality you never had a problem statistical process control okay that that's a big sticking point with me it's a great tool I'm not just I'm not denigrating the tool at all I'm, I'm I've got quite a bit of training in that tool used it a lot so here's my story time story time with Martin settle in buddies it's gonna be a good one I remember we had um, I was working one place, this one machine shop, 
and we had these um, metal parts being manufactured and they, they, the customer required statistical process control at different points. Okay, fine, makes sense. Um, because we're, we're processing thousands, millions a month. It was, you know, it was high volume, high volume, high complexity, high volume. It was, uh, it was not simple stuff. Uh, and we would pull like six items every hour and do multiple measurements. Um, after a while, you know, the, the SPC, you'd, you'd be seeing a CPK of like two, three. I'm looking at these numbers going, dang, right? Something's not right here. The reason why is they were, I mean, the, mach the machines were dialed in tight. And, you know, they're pulling random samples. I mean, sure of that, but still the uh the the spc software was reading it a certain way and it was so dialed in because because they had done all the improvements on it that you can do on it and they were looking for another improvement i'm like the only way to go do do this do better improvements to make it faster and they couldn't do that because uh well they were looking to do that i'm like you can't do that because at that point you increase wear on the tooling And you end up with defective product faster. But no, no, every now and then you get an operator out there that would monkey around with the monkey around with the machine to, to speed it up a little bit so they can get a little bit more out that day. Not that they got paid more or anything else like that. They just wanted to be the best and kick out that much. Problem is he was on second shift, the engineering support was on first shift. Oh, we isolated that down. Oh boy, and I did that using using the numbers. It was it was a mess. It it was it was a mess. I mean, we've, we we had that figured out. I had that figured out pretty quick though. Um, I mean, it was it was, like I said, it was a mess. But like I said, the the, the problem was is that. It really wasn't appropriate for what they were doing there. Pass fail would have been fine. Uh, go no go would have been fine. That's all they needed. And they could have just done a sample of that. They didn't knew, need to do SPC on, on the rest of it. Uh, because the SPC was skewed because because of what they were doing. Now, if they had done a pass fail, first pass yield, okay. See that works out better for what they were trying to do, and then I could do I could have paraded that on the types of failure, and we got to it faster. But no, with the statistical process control, this failure was brewing for months, and we couldn't see it because they didn't have the appropriate type of measurements for what they were trying to do. Well, we fixed that, and I wound up end up fixing that, and they wound up with a better process afterward. But oh my God, these are the things you got to look out for. You, you know, is it appropriate to the process? What kind of inspection are you doing? 
What kind of data can we get from this? How often are we reviewing it? What are the key data points that actually matter? Who's seeing it? When are they seeing it? What are our goals based on what we've got? When do we change things? Do we change things? All of these things matter when you're using statistics, when you're running with statistics, when you're building your all your items in your um, in your in your improvement basket. So understanding the statistics and how they go, you don't need a you don't need a bachelor's degree in statistics to understand it. You don't need an MBA to st- understand the statistics. It helps. I have those. Well, at least I have the MBA. Uh, I remember spending a lot of time in the statistics class understanding that stuff. And I'm still... I was still the one who used to understand what the t- uh, statisticians were throwing out there and trying to explain it to the customer. I'm like, the customer is the one that wanted this stuff. Where's their statisticians to review it? Why do I have to explain it to them? Uh, that's what I was thinking. That's not what I was like. Let me saying because I was actually laughing that I was explaining to him. Like, really? You guys are the one. It's your. It's your manuals and drawings are going from with this, and I've got to explain it to you. Okay, fine. No problem. I don't mind it. I actually enjoy it. Actually, but you know, it's, you get some people that they're, they're, they get pissed about that, and they don't. And they don't understand. They're like, you're the one giving this to us. How do you not know it? A lot of times your customer is not going to know it. They're not going to understand it. They're, and they, and really they shouldn't. You're the expert. You're the one that knows what's going on. If you got to explain it to them, that's fine. That's what they're paying you for. Your expertise to make it work. So like I said, where statistics are concerned, follow those simple rules and you can apply the right ones. Uh, in the videos, I'll talk about different aspects of these things because you gotta see them. You gotta see them with the numbers working, with the, in an Excel chart doing doing the actual calculations. Yeah, I probably should do Minitab, but it's on my dime and I don't have enough dimes for that just yet. So if somebody knows a way I can get more dimes to get what I need to do that I'll definitely put something together with mini tab in the meantime <coughs> I'm gonna put together a video it's come videos I've already got one now um, talking about a very basic primer on P FAMIAS process failure mode effects analysis uh, very very basic it's like five minutes it's it's not a whole lot to it um, but I'm going to do uh, some other ones. I'm going to do a value stream map and a couple of other things in video. They'll be on my YouTube channel. You can get me at Twitter. Uh, if you'll just search Martin Hickey Lean uh, four, uh, 40MLSS M- Engineer on Twitter, Martin Hickey on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, and Instagram. I'm on all of those, um, and you might have found this podcast there. Uh, this podcast, of course, is everywhere else. Uh, 
So, talk to you later. Ah, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. Why is my cursor not working all of a sudden?